what we need to know today. Well, we're going to find out about Freezing Animals 30th Anniversary. Expert tips to replace the use of animals in deadly experiments. And on the hotline, we have Emily Trunnell, who's actually a PhD, and she's a uh, senior scientist for PETA. And how are we doing today there, Emily, or Dr. Emily? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's uh, my pleasure. First of all, everybody knows on this program I'm an animal lover and I do anything to protect them. So uh, why is uh, PETA releasing Ingrid uh, Newkirk's book, Free the Animals, and is it still relevant today? And PETA is re-releasing, so this is the 30th anniversary edition of Free the Animals, mm-hmm. um, in part because of demand. It's a really fantastic book. Just, uh, you know, if you're a reader, as books go, I, I picked this one up and I didn't put it down until I was finished a day later. Uh, it's an action-packed story. It's got midnight raids. It's a story about an ex-cop who decides she's going to defend animals. Um, it's got crime and government secrecy and a love story. Um, and it's, but it's all based on real events, based on the beginnings of the animal rights movement in the United States, which started with the rescue of animals from laboratories. Um, the book features a new foreword by Joaquin Phoenix, and as well as a new afterword, which I was really honored to be asked to write. In the new afterword, we talk about whether or not those experiments from which the animals were rescued are still happening today. And unfortunately, we found that in most cases, they are. And that's why this is still a critical issue, because these are things like decompression experiments, traumatic brain injuries, blinding experiments are still being conducted on animals, you know, as we speak. I can't believe it's still going on. I remember reading about uh, stuff even about 30 years ago about, uh, I'm not going to mention the university or college, but the university or college, they were getting, uh, I guess, money from somewhere. And they were drilling holes in the skulls of cats and uh, stimulating their uh, stimulating their brains with with electricity. I, I hope that doesn't still go on, does it? Jeez. Unfortunately, it does. There's you know with with monkeys and cats and dogs and mice and rats, there are hor- horrific experiments that you know you wouldn't even believe if I described them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they are described in the book. But these are still happening to animals. Hundreds of millions of animals are experimented on and killed in the U.S. every year. Um, and the, the people who do it um, are, are doing, you know, they don't want this information out there. So I think mm-hmm. that's why some people are still so shocked to find this out. But where do they get the money from? Like where they, that university, I'm not going to mention, I, like I said, I, I remember reading an article decades ago. Uh, where do they get the money for this, to do these experimental uh, things on animals? experiments? In most cases, it's our tax dollars. So the U.S. National Institutes of Health um, is, the, is the largest funder of biomedical research in the world. And they spend roughly half of their annual budget. Their annual budget is about $40 billion. They spend half of that on experiments on animals. Um, and that's, you know, that's despite these statistics that we have showing that these tests fail to lead to treatments and cures for humans 90 to 100 percent of the time. Um, you know, there's not much that we keep going that fails 90 to 100 percent of the time, like like we do this animal experimentation. So it's, it's, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I don't think uh, I'm too happy about my tax money going to torture animals. So tell us about uh, PETA's research modernization deal and the strategy behind the plan. 
So PETA's research modernization deal is the first really comprehensive strategy to phase out the use of animals and biomedical research and, and make human superior, human relevant research methods, um, increase the funding for those and incentivize the use of those. We really want to ensure that in another 30 years, we are not talking about how these experiments are still happening. It's not just, you know, Peter Scientist Plan. It's also endorsed by the National Medical Association and the National Hispanic Medical Association. And it will really, you know, strike at the source, eliminate the worst experiments first, and then uh, in a comprehensive way, re replace that with methods that are better suited for predicting what happens in humans. I got to tell you, if we weren't doing this radio interview today, I do not believe that my listeners would have any clue of what's going on. How come there's not more publicity around this? I'm sure there's so many people out there that care for animals that they would be outraged if they knew this was going on. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and when, you know, we've, we found so much engagement on this issue and, and people care so much about animals and when they learn about these experiments and not only just the horrific things that happens to the animals, but the fact that they're not even, you know, we're, I think some people have the realization that or are told that we're doing, that people are doing animal experiments in order to make sure that drugs are safe and effective for humans. But when they find out that the experiments don't even do that, they don't even predict what happen, happens in humans, you know, they're even more outraged. But the, the universities and the experimenters and the NIH, they, they really, you know, spin this all and cover it up and spin it all to where, you know, the people aren't really aware of what's going on. But when, when you think about experiments like this being done on, you know, monkeys and cats, I mean, you see that they have emotion, they have feelings, they, and they obviously they feel pain. And decades later, I, I'm, I'm really happy that you're re-releasing uh, Free the Animals, the 30th anniversary, just to educate the public what's going on. Now, somebody listening right now, if they want to, can they contact a congressman or a senator? How can this happen to cut, out, cut off that funding? Absolutely. So at, at PETA.org, P-E-T-A.org, um, you can learn more about our research modernization deal. And we have a really easy um, form set up on that website where you can contact your member of Congress and let them know that you support the research modernization deal. We've had hundreds of thousands of people do that already, and we, you know, we're talking to members of Congress about it. They're very supportive. So please help us um, you know, gain this momentum behind the plan. And also at, at PETA.org, you can learn more about the uh, 30th anniversary edition of Free the Animals, you know, where you can find it online, or check your local bookstores or libraries. Yeah, something needs to be done about this, and we do appreciate you uh, getting the information out to the listeners. Emily Trennell is a doctor, uh, a Ph.D., a senior scientist for PETA, and thanks a lot for joining us today and getting this information out. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. That's my pleasure.